Hey, we are in NJ in Byron, MIB in Chicktawaga. The Leafs combo continues on on StreamYard, YouTube, and then out to all of the podcast platforms. Mr. Angelo, you have to think if there was ever a good time, the perfect time for the Leafs to get a bit of a break, it's right now. Yeah, it was much needed after the the weekend and the two games against Winnipeg and Ottawa. And I think you could see that uh, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner were sort of dragging. I mean, I, that that's a, like I, I did a report card for the first half of the season for Hockey Buzz, and um, you know, I, I gave both Marner and uh, Matthews and Zach Hyman A pluses. But I think the one thing that you could see is that they were sort of dragging a little bit. And that's because I think Sheldon Keefe, as opposed to Babcock, who would milk their ice time, he was giving, you know, he's been giving them 23, 24 minutes regularly. And at a certain point, when you're playing the schedule that these teams are playing, I think they were gassed. So the four day break was at a perfect time. Uh, as, as Keefe said, it was a chance to reset. Uh, and I think a number of players sort of needed to reset, especially the goaltenders. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Leafs were all world. Then they lose five of six. Mm-hmm. This reset, as we know, is perfectly situated for them to get started and go down a path towards uh, setting themselves up for success in the playoffs. Uh, that success is certainly going to come uh, without guys like Jimmy BC claimed uh, on waivers by Vancouver. I don't yeah. know good riddance or who cares. Uh, but more importantly, though, Mike, um, we, we need to get into talk, and hopefully it comes to fruition, uh, the the need for another player to join this team and make a, an already strong group even stronger. Uh, first on VC, uh, not good riddance, but I think they recognized that he was pretty much a depth forward, third, fourth line, could fill it in a place, could penalty kill. I like him as a player, but uh, you know when you go 18 games without a goal, and then you score three goals in three games. Yeah. Play, I think he played better after you know he was there was the threat of him going on waivers a few weeks ago. But then it was not him being punished. It was basically they had a situation with the cap where they had to activate Jack Campbell off a long term injury. You had. Um, uh, Wayne Simmons getting close to coming back, so they had to put VC on waivers to get him to the taxi squad, and Vancouver claimed him uh, because he doesn't have to go through the 14-day quarantine. Uh, you know, I, I'm if if Vancouver puts him on waivers, the Leafs could reclaim him. I think there's a possibility there. I think they like him as a player, but it's not the end of the world. But as mm-hmm. as you said, in terms of targeting, um, sort of a player. I mean, it, it seems to me, and based on Kyle Dubas's media availability earlier early this week, um, that he is bound and determined to add before the deadline. Now, they have like $130,000 in cap space, but I do think, you know, he's going to be inventive. And I, I asked him, the, I asked him the question in, in the in the in the presser about. You know, would they do something like they did last year with the Robin Leonard deal? Not too many people realize they were the middleman between Chicago and Vegas in the Robin Leonard deal. They retained salary and got a draft pick for it to enable Vegas to fit Leonard's salary under the salary cap. So I asked him whether, you know, that kind of, you know, uh, creative situation would be possible. And he said it would be possible, but there are not many teams that have cap space this year because of, 
the realities of uh, you know, and, and not many teams willing on willing to take on salary because of the realities of no revenue or little revenue coming in. So. Um, I do think they're going to get inventive. I do think they're willing to trade players off the roster to improve the roster. Uh, but he did focus on rentals as the mm -hmm. target. And there are a few guys out there that we've mentioned before, Eric Stahl, Michael Granlund, but there are more, Nick Foligno, a few others, that I think that they're going to target. And it's all a question of price. And it's all a question of quarantine as well. OG's Converts, I'm curious as to what you think about this. The, the idea of the Leafs bringing someone in to put them over the top, is that idealism at its finest? Are the Leafs even there yet? And might the, the creativity, the Leafs pay um, corporate types, mathematical types to, to be creative with the accounting and, and to, to make things happen. What is the end result of this creativity? The player the Leafs bring in, Will he have an impact and an impact enough to uh, improve this team in a way that will set it on the right course when the curtain rises on the border and we get into the playoffs? I mean, it's it's all speculation right now, Mike. Sure. The team's mired in a slump. Um, they're going to get going against a team that they've seen 50,000 times already. Right. It really is a, a crapshoot right now other than uh, game by game and, and you know, small move by small move. I'll believe it when I see it, but uh, the good thing is the Leafs are in position to, to do some things and, and make believers out of guys like myself. I mean, I don't think Kyle Dewis would come out and say that he was willing to trade a top prospect mm -hmm. for a player if he wasn't willing to do it. Now, whether he can pull it off, that's the whole thing. And mm -hmm. again, the realities of the, the cap were, I think, Somebody I just listened to said 17 or 18 teams are into long-term injury, meaning that they're 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 spending above and beyond 81.5 because of LTIR. Mm -hmm. There's not a, t a lot of teams out there. You know, there are very few Detroit's and New Jersey's who have cap space. Those might be the teams that retain salary for the Leafs in a, in a sort of a three-way deal. But I don't. I wouldn't think that Dubis would come out and and be as forthright as he was saying that they were. You know, they see an opportunity here with this team to go far that they would trade a top prospect to add a player if he wasn't willing to do it. So I, I do think it's going to happen. I do think it's going to happen relatively soon because the other question I asked him was about the quarantine because the, there are rumors out there. Elliot Friedman, Pierre Lebrun have all reported that the NHL has petitioned the Canadian government to reduce the quarantine from 14 days to something like seven days. And Dubas said that was what the quarantine was during the bubble and during training camp, but it was increased to 14 days. And for the deadline, I mean, it makes it impossible yeah. for the seven Canadian teams. You know, you could have a Pierre-Luc Dubois situation where he sits in an apartment for two weeks and then gets hurt because he's been inactive for two weeks mm -hmm. in his first game. So, I, I, you know, but he's not depending on the Canadian government to do that. So he's assuming that the 14-day quarantine is going to be in place, and that's why he probably will make a move in the next, I would say, probably the next week. The Canadian government didn't ask for this pandemic. Uh, sure. The, the NHL fans, uh, we're, we're, we're dealing with it. Every time we feel like we've made some strides, then um the the zone indicator uh, goes back to uh, one that is a little bit more uh, cautious if not concerning so i mean we just have to plot ahead mike and um 
you know, if there are legal and, and safety entanglements involved in, in bringing players in and you have to uh, deal with the ramifications, so be it. I guess that brings us back to the group on the ice, right? Uh, everything else will be gravy if, if, the, if the Leafs can can make a, a magical move and uh, acquire someone who can uh, light a fire under their asses and, and be that missing piece, not only to this season, but historically for the Leafs as a team that has um, yearly come up short, then that's great. But the group on the ice is pretty solid in and of itself, uh, just needing a bit of a reset. And here we are. Uh, I asked the question uh, in community, youtube.com slash the Leafs combo. In regards to all of these losses, how concerned are you? 73% say somewhat. Is, is that a fair reaction to what we've seen, considering this team overall has been really, really good? Uh, I think it's understandable because the problems that have occurred over the last couple of weeks are the problems that have occurred over the last few years. Um, a situation where the goaltending is not sharp, where you have to go to a backup who, you know, I don't think they ever imagined Michael Hutchinson would see games uh, this year that, you know, it would be Aaron Dell if, if uh, somebody got hurt and then Aaron Dell had to be mm-hmm. placed on waivers because of the cap situation. And now, Campbell gets hurt, and then then uh, Anderson gets hurt, and Hutchinson's played six games. And in the last couple, you know, like he played well to start, but the Michael Hutchinson of last year has shown up. Yeah, now in the last was, few games. I, I don't want to shit on Michael Hutchinson because yeah. he's just such a, a minor piece to this entire equation. But come on, those two goals he gave up against Ottawa for fuck's sake! You can't give up a shitty goal like that on like the third or fourth shot you face against the worst team in the division so yeah. weak and, and when he gave up that second goal i looked at my wife the game on my son was watching i said he's gonna get pulled like what do you mean sheldon and the, keith, and, and the last yeah. the last thing sheldon keith wanted to do was pull him in favor of freddie anderson who had played the previous night who had played three games yeah. five nights so you know he's already had more of a burden than the leafs yep. really wanted to put on him and yeah so i mean jack campbell has to get healthy, uh, and if he doesn't, then that's one more thing on the shopping list for Kyle Dubas. And you can see how the goaltending situation is around the league, where like Ottawa claims Anton Forsberg, who can't stop a beach ball, and he's been he's been on like four he's been like on four teams this year. And Joe and Joey Decor, the uh, the kid that beat the league awesome. on Sunday, uh, he severely injured himself last night in the game against Vancouver. So he's going to be out. Matt Murray is out. Hogberg is out. I mean, they, you know, the goalies are dropping yeah. like flies. So, sure. so um, the, the Leafs aren't exclusive uh, in the pain, right? Other right. Teams, and, teams are dealing with it too. But the, but the point is, is that it's going to be very difficult for them to even mm-hmm. find a third string goalie if they wanted to add some depth. I mean, good luck if they really wanted to go out and add somebody who would compete against Freddie. Freddie Anderson is the goalie for the rest of the sure. year. That's it. Defensively, um, Dubas basically said that the trade of Miko Lettinen was to get him playing time because he wasn't going to get playing time with the Leafs, and they believe Rasmus Sandin or Liljegren can step in as the seventh defenseman, and maybe they'll get more of a look as the season goes down. But it's, it's, it's clearly – their aim is to clearly add a top yeah. nine forward. Mm-hmm. Someone with experience, 
Yes. And somebody with flexibility who could play center or wing, that's why a guy like uh, Eric Stahl, although I heard something interesting from Elliot Friedman um, that uh, is, is a factor. Stahl is 36 years old. He's having a, he's having a bad year in Buffalo, but everybody yeah. in Buffalo is yeah. having a bad year. It's a disaster here. Um, he's 36 years old, though, and him having to sit for 14 days and then ramp up <laughs> – no, seriously. I mean, a, a younger player. A geriatric. Will, yeah, a younger out. player will have an easier time being able to ramp back up. So I mean, they. If but they're, motivation, they're, Mike. The motivation is: I'm 36. I'm coming out of you know wonderful Buffalo in in a hockey sense. It's a shithole right now. Right. I'm I'm coming up to Toronto. It's another shithole, but a better chance to to do something of substance. Don't you think every um. You know, every thought that goes through Eric Stahl's head or uh, a player of the like is, I want to win a fucking Stanley Cup. That's it. It's not, I'm a young guy, I just got to fit in. You know, ho you know, hopefully I don't make a mistake. The yeah. guys who are older with something to prove in this context, in this yeah. setting, seem to make more sense. And yeah, for these 14 days, <laughs> I was sitting on the on the futon and then he gets up and his, his muscles are seized up. I don't know, you know, um, yeah, you know, I mean, a version table or something. That that's far down on the list of concerns for me. Yeah. You know, the thing is with Stahl though, it's like he's more of a center than a winger, and it seems to me that the Leafs are looking for a winger. I I mm. think they need somebody with a physical aspect to it. I mean, yeah. if if Columbus is actually going to trade Nick Foligno, and Nick Foligno is not going to sign there, or he wants a chance at a cup because he's not because Columbus is not going to be in the playoffs. Mm. That would be the guy that I would go for so much more over Michael Granlund, who is not a physical player. But, I mean, we'll see. I I think with Dubas, it's going to rely mostly on how much he has to pay. Like, I don't think he, he's not going to trade Rasmus Sandin. I don't think he wants to trade Nick Robertson. So, to me, that means uh, Timothy Liljegren. Uh, is probably the prospect that he's talking about as a top prospect that he's willing to trade, but who knows what they're going to do. And do uh, available suitors want Timothy Lilgren, right? Do they want him? How's this all going to come together? I I'm intrigued. Uh, I, I, I want the team to make a, a believer out of me organizationally, but most importantly, the, the group on the ice. It's It's been a fun run. And Mike, look, I've played sports for, for a long, long time. Um, when when the going is just way too good, you're you're something's something's up. When the going is way too good, it's it's not as good as it should be. And when the going is shitty, um, you know it's going to get better. So this slump happening right now is probably a good way. It's, it's an opportunity for for the team to reset um, emotionally, physically, spiritually. I'm banking on them coming out uh, of the gate here. Uh, against Calgary and, I don't know, winning 3-2. Um, just a couple of things, guys. Big thanks to Dan at Renforth Agencies, Inc. in Stouffville. Um, so I'm at my desk uh, about a week and a half ago, and I get a package sent to me uh, from our friends at Renforth Agencies. They do automotive-branded products. And you can see them right now in community, youtube.com slash combo. License plate covers for Mike and myself. They say the Leafs combo at the bottom, and then they have uh, Norman James uh, on one and God's gift to podcasting on the other. I assume that one is for you, Mike. Um, <laughs> how long does it take me to ship something from, from Canada to, to the United States? I mean, we're about two and a half hours away from each other. Is that going to take a month? 
Um, well, the funny. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll I'll let you in on a little secret. I ordered a uh, a, a a leaf uh, mask, you know, because you have to. Everybody has to be masked around here, and it was from. It ended up coming from Sarnia. It took three weeks, so uh, I probably will get it before the deadline, but barely. And this right here, yep, from our friends at Talbot um, in the London area. Brand new Leafs combo hoodies. Uh, I have six or seven earmarked for certain individuals who support the podcast. I have a whole ton of them. Um, if you want to get your hands on one, we can talk. Just get at me through community. You can reach me on Twitter. I'm out there, guys. If you type in Norman James, Oak Ridge Ford, I'm all over the place. Norman James, the Leafs combo. We are really all over the place. So I have these amazing Leafs combo hoodies. I know we're going into spring, so it's hoodie weather. Um, but they're really nice to have. And uh, they're, they're a little more quality than some of the stuff we were bringing in in the past. But we're I think we're doing it right, um, a little bit righter uh, as we go forward. And I think StreamYard and um, the new visual setup, the face-to-face, is all part of the uh, revamped Leafs combo. Uh, Alex Galchenyuk, William Nylander, John Tavares. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be the line that drives the Leafs home in the second half, or is Galchenyuk placeholding for a player who's going to be potentially brought in through trip? I think they're giving Alex Galchenyuk as much rope as Jimmy VC got on the second mm-hmm. line. If he plays well, he'll stay, and if okay. he doesn't, if he doesn't play well, uh, he won't. And I don't think his skill set is a fit for a bottom four, bottom three role uh, for a fourth line or even a third line role. He's got offensive abilities. He was taken third overall in the NHL draft in 2012. Two picks out of Morgan Riley. Uh, he scored 30 goals in this league. You know he has played well. Now he's been a journeyman the last few years. They played him down with the Marlies. He's played well down there. They're going to give him a look. I, I don't think it's a long-term thing. Even if he plays well, I think they're still going to go out and add a forward. But you know, he's going to be—he's going to be given an opportunity. This is a this is a free roll of the dice. So I, I think it's—it was a smart move uh, by uh, Kyle Dubas to acquire him. The one thing I didn't like about that deal was, I, you know, I thought Igor Korshkov had an NHL future. But it might have been the fact that if the Leafs and I heard this from like sources that I have over in Russia, that uh, that Korshkov was not going to re-sign with the Leafs unless they basically promised him a, uh, a a spot on the on the NHL roster. And if that's the case, then you know they've got other guys that they they have you know want to give opportunities to, and that wasn't going to be the case. So uh, you know I'm anxious to see what Gal- Galchenyuk does, but I you know do I think it's going to be you know. The great surprise or him score a bunch of goals. No. Well, I'm hopeful. Russian sources. Sounds like a new podcast. There you go. Is that it? <laughs> no comment? You gotta be careful about those Russian sources. Hey, a few years ago, if I said I had Russian sources, I'd be li- I would have been lying. I actually through somebody else, they actually have <laughs> connections to people in the KHL. I asked them a question, they asked for me, they got a response back. I, I was shocked myself, but hey, you know, I have Russian sources. Mr. Gorbachev, tear, tear down this, this wall. wall. Yes. <laughs> uh thanks to Ron Smith and Wayne McKenney. Um recent purchasers of Ford products from Oak Ridge Ford, uh, combo listeners. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you to Oak Ridge Ford for the support of this project that is the Leafs Combo. You guys can obviously get at me about 
outfits and, and vehicles. And if you want to yell at me uh, about the Leafs, you can certainly do that. Um, Mike, three names right now, because people you know like speculation, they like rumor, conjecture, all that stuff. Three names right now that Kyle Dubas and the Brass should have on the whiteboard for acquisition. Okay, I I mentioned Felino before, and like I said, veteran guy, big winger, um, you know, speed has played in the playoffs. Experience. Mike Felino, right? Yeah, he played for the Leafs before. Yeah, his dad, his dad played for the Leafs. Um, he probably he probably end up he'd probably end up wearing number seventy one like his like his dad because he's wearing seventy one in Columbus. So I'd I'd love I'd love to see Nick Felino. That would be a good ad. But again, he's making over five million dollars, so the cap uh, situation. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been you know Eric Stahl, like I said, I and I'll, I don't care about the two weeks, but um, the other one. Uh, if they can't, and if they're not willing to to pay the big price for an impact top nine guy, I think the one thing that this team needs is some you know beef, some a big winger, a big guy who can play in the bottom six and crash and bang. And uh, the guy that I and Russ Cohen, who's my uh, podcast partner for the Hockey Buzzcast, um, he came up with the name of Lawson Kraus. And Lawson Kraus is playing for Arizona right now. He's not getting a ton of ice time. He's not a big point getter, but he's big. He hits. He's got a motor. He kills penalties for them. Um, I would love, you know, I would love to see him as a fourth line winger along with Spezza and Wayne Simmons. Uh, at yeah. Crash and bang. Yeah. That would be fantastic. If yep. they can't get a big top nine guy, Lawson Kraus is somebody I would target. So I, you know, we got to keep talking, Mike. I'm, I'm yeah, no, no, I, I, I didn't, ante- I didn't anticipate you drinking your ginger <laughs> beer there. Right? Or, it's hey, we have no, our ice maker is uh, down, and I, I usually like an iced coffee right now. Yeah. Um, so I just grabbed something that's caffeinated. Uh, yeah. Young kids, kids at home, um, I, I wouldn't advise the diet coke at uh, nine twenty three. Um, no, well, that was uh, first clean your step. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, that's about it for me, Mike. Anything else you want to add? Um, just that uh, Leaf fans can be thankful that they're not the Buffalo Sabers. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know how to add to that. There's. There is no adding to it. Just be thankful. Yeah, and uh, they're they're going to come out okay here after this um, <laughs> this slump. Or. Are, are you concerned that it, it may continue based on what you saw in that last game against the? The only thing that concerns me right now is the status of the goaltending. I think Anderson needed the rest, and I am hopeful that Jack Campbell gets back. Mm-hmm. If Jack Campbell doesn't get back, and it's Michael Hutchinson, and you have to give Freddie breaks at times. Otherwise, you've seen what he is, what he, how he is when he gets tired. He won't say, "I need to come out of the lineup." He'll just not play as well, and they yeah. need him to play at his best. He's right now a 900 save percentage goaltender. He needs to be at least a 920 save percentage goaltender going in the playoffs to be able to for them to have a reasonable expectation of making a long run. Um, so I think a rested Freddie is a better Freddie. Yeah, uh, the Leafs still first place in the Scotia North uh, Canadian Division by two points over Winnipeg. Winnipeg deserves to be where it's at right now. Uh, the the Leafs have plenty of ambition. Kyle Dubas can bring in all three of the 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 guys and maybe even more that um, you're suggesting w- would help the cause. But if the goaltending goes to shit, then 
the park is fucked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we got to go, Mike. Thank you very much. Thanks, Norm.